This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. It's about to go down in a minute. Let me touch down. I'm going to get it. Because I, 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 been waiting all night. It's gang time. This is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Here's Tom Barfield, Ward White. Hey, good afternoon. Welcome, welcome one and all. It is game time on game time. <laughs> I love it. High School Football Friday, Tom Barfield, Ward White, Aaron Sexton. We're glad you're with us. Aaron and I are in the uh, Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat Studios. Ward White is uh, in Wildcat Stadium Press Box in Temple getting ready for a little high school football. Ward, you, you kind of jazzed up? I am absolutely jazzed up, ready to go here in uh, Temple. The uh, band, as they normally do, already on the field this afternoon, getting their little warm-up in, and so you already hear a little bit of the sights and sounds of high school football here at Wildcat Stadium. So you've got uh, you've got the fighting magnolias in Temple. <laughs> <laughs> you li- <laughs> so, <laughs> well, they're not going to roll over, that's for sure. We know that. Uh, no, uh, no. And I've got Waco High and uh, – and the fighting hippos of Hutto. The hungry, hungry hippos. Yes, indeed. And then the Granberry Pirates <laughs> will be entertaining university. So those are the three broadcasts here uh, on our family of radio stations. You're on Fox Sports Central Texas. I'll be here on ESPN. And uh, we'll have the uh, university and Granberry broadcast on uh, Star 104.9. So uh, there you go. And then at 1030 or thereabouts, we'll have the uh, Friday Night High School Football Scoreboard Show for you. So there you go. And then tomorrow – we have got four college broadcasts across our radio stations here at uh, uh, on the, uh, on Saturday afternoon. Ward, you will be in uh, Belton for UMHB and Simpson. Yes, I will. And that game will start at six o'clock. Our pregame will be at five thirty. Excited to see how UMHB Tom comes out after having that opportunity in the spring to play those five games and essentially have a, a spring kind of work out for the uh, Crusaders because that's something that they've never had the opportunity to do before. So, Ward, tell me, uh, what, what, is, what is your big expectation for UMHB in this football game? Well, in, in this football game, I expect them to come out and have the timing that you might see by the second or third game just because they had that opportunity in the spring and able to win that conference championship. And we saw that offense starting to gel in game number five there at Hardin-Simmons for that championship. I, I'm expecting them to come out on firing on all cylinders. They got a lot of guys back. Uh, they only lost one guy to graduation. That was their center uh, after the spring semester. So everybody back off that team. Uh, it, it should be a, a situation where they kind of come out and maybe look a little bit more crisp. than they. And that's kind of a scary thought, isn't it? A little bit more crisp than they normally do in game one. Yeah, and this is make no mistake about it. Now, of course, things have got to go well. We all know that you've got to you've got to play well, and you got to be uh, you got to be somewhat lucky to, as far as staying healthy and those kind of things. But this is a football team that could uh, win a national championship and certainly should be in the in the running deep into the playoffs. Yeah, I agree. I, I think that this is the team that has a chance to do something special there at UMHB and and put another trophy in the trophy case. Uh, they've they've got the guys. They've got some depth. 
uh, and the offensive line, if they can come together, this offense starts clicking a little bit. You know, they can put up points quick. Aaron Sims back at wide receiver. They didn't even have him in the spring, and, you know, there's a dangerous wide out that they can go to. And, oh, by the way, he can return a kick or two. So, you know, that, that seems to always flip the game for UMHB. It's never a surprise. It's always exciting, but it's never a surprise to see UMHB score points on the special teams. All right, so we have the UMHB game. We've got uh, Baylor, of course, will uh, be in um, in San Marcos for a 6 o'clock kick or a 6.05 actual kick time, and we'll be on the air around 2 o'clock with the, uh, with the tailgate show down in San Marcos. And I- I'm curious just to see what, again, I've talked about this the last couple of days, X's and O's aside, Ward, I- I'm curious to see what the identity – of this football team is going to be. And I think it's they start building that identity tomorrow night, or they certainly should. Yeah, I agree. I, it, it, there's a lot of questions for the Baylor Bears, and you can, you know, you can pull from any direction that you want to. You can say last year was kind of a, a pass because of everything they went through, new coaching staff, they didn't get to know each other, whatever you want to do. But there is some expectations on the defensive side of the ball, right? So you, you, you expect the defense to maybe pick up that offense and carry it a little bit. But the offense has to be better. It just has to be better for the Baylor Bears, for them to, you know, even start considering maybe getting bowl eligible or getting to where they want to be uh, in this 2021 season. And the other games that we'll have for you, we'll have the Aggies uh, in their uh – in their opener and uh, against Kent State, that will be over on Kicker, our, uh, our classic country radio station. And on Star 104.9, we'll have the Texas Longhorns as they bask in the sun on Saturday afternoon. A 3.30 kick from Darrell K. Royal, Texas Memorial Stadium. I said 3.30 uh, early September. Nice. Yeah, that's that's going to be <laughs> that's going to be a little bit warm. You're right. Uh, I. Look, I, I think there's a lot of expectations for the Horns, too. I mean, for, for the Burn Orange fans. I mean, and, you know, if I, I still – and I hear everybody saying, look, this Cajun team's a good football team. They're in the top 25. They're, they're a team that, you know, may give the Horns some fits. I, you know, I get it. I understand that completely. But I don't think Horn fans are expecting the Raging Cajuns to come in and give the Horns fits or knock the Horns off because if you do that, then I think there's going to be some question marks going up in the air going, uh, wait a minute here, that's, that's not what we signed up for. Is the sky falling after week one if, if they lose at home? Well, I don't know if the sky's falling, but I, it gets cloudy, I think, don't you? I mean, you know. <laughs> hey, that's pretty good, Ward. <laughs> so, well, we're going to find out again. It's a 3.30 kick uh, against Louisiana, and uh, we'll see. You know, again, they're going to play – they're going to be playing a uh, – a, a brand new quarterback. There's a lot of thing. New coaching. There's a lot yeah, of stuff. There is. There's a lot of stuff going on down there right now. And you know, I, I, again, Tom. I mean, yeah, I agree a hundred percent with you. But is that what Horn fans want to hear after going out and getting their guy? Of course not. Nah, but, there you go. <laughs> you know, and, and at home, you know, they're they're talking about yeah, opening that brand new stadium. And, and Fox Television says, you know what? Why don't we make y'all that uh, that uh, three thirty premier game? game? Yeah, <laughs> that, that that late afternoon kick. Yeah, let's make you that game uh, in oh. early September in Texas. So uh, there you go. All right, it's a four ten, ten minutes after four. And again, this is also game week in the National Football League as the Cowboys get ready for their Thursday night affair against the Tampa Bay. 
the world champion Tampa Bay's. Now, Mike McCarthy was asked yesterday, Ward, and I want you to listen to this. Mike McCarthy was asked yesterday, would Cam Newton be a, con- a consideration as a backup quarterback? Did you guys have any interest in adding Cam Newton, and if not, why not? I mean, they, you know, just sit here and talk about any of the players on our roster, I don't, I don't think there's really anything that uh, beneficial that comes out of that for us. But uh, Cam's I had a chance to compete against Cam. Um, you know, a chance to watch you know some of his tape in, in New England. So um, I, I still think he has a, a ton of ton of football left. But you know, we're we're, we're very excited about the group that we have. He doesn't think wow. that Cam has a ton of football left. I I I'm sorry, but I agree with him. I just do. I I, I again, it goes for Cam Newton to me. It goes to that Super Bowl when he didn't dive on that fumble when he made a business decision to back up and not get on that loose football that game changed and I think Cam Newton's career changed and it has not gotten back on track since then in my opinion my point I guess is that maybe there's a lot of player personnel directors general managers and coaches that feel that way but not many have said it Mike McCarthy said it he doesn't think there's a whole lot left in the tank basically yeah, I, it, it, and he doesn't have any bones about doing it either, does he? No. I mean, look, and look, how else is he going to really shut down the conversation of everybody as long as Cam Newton's sitting out there and he hasn't signed with anybody? What's the question that's going to be asked to Mike McCarthy every press conference about, hey, are you, are you still thinking about Are you looking at Cam? What do you mm-hmm. think about Cam? Have you looked at him again? I, you know, that that's going to continuously be the question, especially – if something happens and they have to put in, boy, help the Cowboys, Cooper Rush into the ball game, and he fails miserably, what's the first question that's going to be asked? Well, why didn't you do? Why didn't you go get Cam Newton? You know, you, you knew he was out there. Well, he can always. Now he's kind of deflected that. He doesn't have a whole lot of football left in him. Why would we go get this guy? I mean, he's made it perfectly clear what they think anyway. Uh, all right, uh, four twelve. We got a lot to get to, and, and so here's here, here's. I, I want to get your your thought on this one, and then we'll we'll uh, move on to uh, we'll move on. But I, what game? Just think about this as we head to the break. If you weren't working Temple tonight, what game would you be at? What high school Ooh. football? See, I mean, and, and there's two or three that <laughs> there's two or three that will flat out make you go hmm. So. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll think about that one. We'll ponder that one. We'll uh, and and we'll get into that conversation coming up in just a couple of minutes. This is game time here on a football Friday. Our four o'clock hour is a service of uh, Good Feet in the uh, Central Texas marketplace. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Tonight for high school football, there could be an isolated shower early. If you happen to see one, it's not going to last long. I think most of us will stay dry with mostly clear skies to partly cloudy conditions. Lows fall to 77 degrees. And tomorrow, mostly sunny, hot and humid, a high of 98 with a heat index of 104. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Baylor football lives here, and the 2021 season opener is this Saturday for Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears against Texas State. 
4 p.m. Saturday for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, hosted by Derek Smith, live from San Marcos. 6 p.m. kickoff for the Bears and the Bobcats. Baylor, Texas State, this Saturday here on the flagship station for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. Feel like you're missing out on the fiesta? You don't have to. La Fiesta Restaurant is open with dine-in seating, drive through and delivery. Now, you can get the famous purple margarita to go or delivered with any food purchase. La Fiesta makes dinner a lot easier with family pack of fajitas, enchiladas, and tacos. Order online or call ahead and get any of your La Fiesta favorites at LaFiesta.com. La Fiesta, Waco's original Tex-Mex since 1963. Stop by downtown in Waco at Way Cool Tacos in Union Food Hall. Way Cool Tacos, located corner of Franklin and 8th Street. I'm Joe Kaleo. At Kaleo Wealth Management Group, we believe a sound financial plan always starts by developing a good relationship with each client. We'd like the opportunity to build a relationship with you and help begin charting your path toward your financial goals. Dream big. We'll listen. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Number four, Ohio State came back after being down at halftime to beat Minnesota 45 to 31. One game in the top 10 tonight, North Carolina at Virginia Tech. And in the Big 12, South Dakota is at Kansas. The rest of the Big 12 gets underway tomorrow. Baylor is at Texas State. Coverage starts at 2 on ESPN Central Texas with the Baylor Tailgate Show with Tom Barfield and Matt Mosley. UMHB also gets the season underway tomorrow night, hosting Simpson College. Kickoff at 6, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. High school football coverage tonight on our airwaves. Waco taking on Hutto on ESPN Central Texas and University at Granbury on Star 104.9. Those pregames start at 6.30. Temple hosts Magnolia West. Pregame at 7 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Now, back to the Alan Samuel Studios. All right, welcome back into the program. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Tom Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us as we uh, roll through this uh, football Friday. And, and, and first of all, Ward, we got to begin by uh, congratulating Justin, Justin Havard of uh, Axton. He, uh, again, is the, the gentleman, the offensive coordinator who took over for Rusty Reynolds uh, this week as the new head coach of Axton. They play last night instead of tonight. They move the game up one day because they're closing. They're, in fact, their schools are closed. They're closing over the weekend and, uh, and through Monday because of Labor Day. And uh, in COVID, in a COVID situation, so they played last night, and they beat the Bremont Tigers last night, thirty-six twenty-eight. So in his first uh, debut as a head coach, Justin Habert and the Axel Longhorns get the win over Jeff Kosowski's Bremont Tigers, thirty-six twenty-eight. Good for them. 
I mean, just, you know, yeah, that's, that's always a, a tough situation. You know that. Uh, sure. And, and, and a tip of the hat to Rusty Reynolds for staying on and, and as the athletic director and kind of guiding Justin through this as he makes that transition. You know, he could have abruptly left, but he didn't. Uh, he wanted to take care of the program, take care of the kids. So, you know, it was a win-win, I think, all the way around, literally uh, for, for the Axe to Longhorns. Yeah, that's a that's a big win for him and a big sigh of relief, I'm sure, to be able to go out and, you know, go against a, a very good team in Bremont and, and come away with the win. And now you, you get kind of tighten the screws down and, and just get after it. All the question marks and the unknowns are kind of behind you, and uh, that's, that's good for him. Now it just gets real easy coaching that football. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. All right, so you've had a couple of minutes to think about it. There are some interesting football games. There's some – I don't really know how to describe it. I just – I think there's some fun football games. That may be the best way to describe it. There's some, what, what I think are some fun football games in Central Texas. If you were not at Temple and, and the fight in Magnolias, where would you be? Oh, man. I, I did have a few minutes to think about it, but it's still there, – there's a couple out there that you could toss a coin up. But I, I probably – I would probably venture over to China Spring and watch Lorena in China Spring. <laughs> I'm sitting here going, okay, do I go watch the uh, the Permian Panthers in Midway or do I go watch the uh, Cougars and Lorena? And, and you know if you go watch China and Lorena, you're going to see two very well-coached football teams. Absolutely, absolutely. And you're going to see two really good football teams, you know, coach well and play well. Uh, so I, I, I think that's going to be a whale of a football game tonight over at China Spring. I, I, I you know, there's there's several others out there, but if if you said okay, you get one choice, that's probably where I would head to. I got you. Uh, because of the uh, induction ceremonies, my, my broadcast partner, Coach Johnny Tusa, is being inducted into the Waco ISD Hall of Fame and uh, tonight for the uh, Derek Johnson Classic, and I cannot wait. Looking forward to it. I think it's going to be a great night uh, over at Waco ISD Stadium as the Lions take on Huddle. So that means Aaron Sexton, who has worked a couple of games with us in the past, will is going to slide in, and he's going to work the game. So, Aaron, if you weren't at Waco and Huddle, where would you be? I would also be at China Spring Lorena. <laughs> Way back in the uh, olden days when I was in high school and for quite a few years after that, actually, you know, Lorena and China Spring were both in that district, 17-3A, along with La Vega, Connolly, Robinson. Uh, and it was just a great district full of a lot of great local rivalries, and it's good to see them playing again. And they're both really good teams. It's going to be a great game. There's So you – and I, I totally agree. I, I think that's probably where I would have ended up too. But don't forget, how about Clifton and Academy? Now the Cubs are coming off. Huh? Yeah, that was going to be my second choice, Tom. You you hit that one right on the head. That was going to be my second choice. That, I think that's going to be a great ball game too. I, I do too. Now Chuck Canterford's team's coming off the loss to Bosqueville, and Academy's coming off the win over Rodgers, so I think that makes for an interesting football game. Speaking of, of Rodgers, they're taking on San Saba, and you don't, you just don't hear Rodgers losing two in a row, so I'm going to keep an eye on that football game as well, Ward. Yeah, I think that's a good choice. I think that that's an opportunity for both of those teams to kind of get uh, their feet maybe a little bit more under them. And, look, that's why you play these games. Uh, you, you get to non-district games, you want to get challenged. You want to have – 
an opportunity to make your team better. You don't want to just go out there, you know, and some some do. Some go out there and, and have the cupcake schedule and, hey, we're 3-0, and then all of a sudden the wheels fall off when you get into district. That's not what you want to do, in my opinion. It's not what I would want to do. So, you know, having these type of games is good for the program, and you find out exactly where you're at. And I, I think this is a game that both teams can look at no matter the outcome and go, we just got better tonight. Yeah, absolutely. Brad Talbert and the Holland Hornets, uh, they got beat soundly last week by Burton. In, in, in talking to Coach Talbert, you know, he's one of the – and if you, don't, if you know Brad, you, you know him that he's not going to make excuses. But the bottom line is this. This is a very inexperienced team. They are playing a lot of guys for the first time on Friday night. Most of these guys were Thursday night guys, if you know what I mean. It's just one of right. those transition years. And so they, they, they get beat by Burton. Now they're going to play this red-hot team of Clint Zanders, these Bosqueville Bulldogs. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that football game goes uh, as Holland hits the road and comes up here to Waco to take on Bosqueville. Yeah, that's going to be a great game. There's another game that's uh, on my radar tonight, too, and that is Coach Allen Hare and the Slato Eagles traveling down I-35 and taking on the Grandview Zebras. Ooh, that will be a knockdown dragout. And I think Grandview – if I'm not mistaken, last week, Grandview and Malakoff, you know, those guys play all the time, either in the playoffs. They, in fact, they have met in the state championship game uh, at least once that I know of. But every, every time Grandview plays Malakoff, it's, it's, you know, it's a three-point game or something like that. And I think last week was the exact same thing. So you're going to see a very talented a team in Grandview that has a chance to, to play for, I think, has a chance to play deep. And then you've got a well-coached Salado team that's, you know, Ward, they, they run that offense as well as anybody. Yeah, they, they line up and they come right at you. They don't, they're not afraid to run in between the tackles at all. And, and Coach Allen Harris has done a great job with that system and being able to install that and, and continuously, you know, just plug in players and keep that offense consistently going forward. I, I think this is going to be a great football game because of that. And, you know, Grandview, you're right. I mean, they have another opportunity to get back to AT&T Stadium. And that's how good this football team is. And they've got some depth. I, I think this is going to be a knockdown drag out tonight in Grandview. Hey, what do you make of the Round Rock Belton game? You know, I, if you'd have asked me before the season started, I said, well, I, you know, this is, this is going to be a really, really competitive ball game. But I think this is one Belton should come away with. But after seeing Round Rock last year, I mean, last week, manhandle Midway. I mean, manhandle Midway. I, you know, Round Rock may be better than we thought going into the season. I knew they were going to be a good football team, but I, you know, I didn't know that they could be capable of putting up that many points. Now, look, Belton has their own idea of getting their offense on track and and putting up some points. They like to score quick, so you know, this could be a this could be an offensive shootout tonight over in Belton. And, and, you know, and, and finally, as we kind of wrap things up, uh, I think we got two teams that are really searching for for a uh, for a win really bad when Whitney and Robinson hook up. And, and again, when, you, when you're uh, getting your season started, you, you don't want to – even though they're non-district games, you, you still don't want to bury yourself. And, and so here's a couple of teams I think that uh, will we'll be searching hard and playing hard tonight to, to find that first win of the year. Yeah, this is at Rocket Field. I just I feel like, in, in in my opinion, that the Wildcats of Whitney may have the upper hand in this. I think that they get on track tonight. Uh, this is a pretty good football team that's coming off a playoff appearance last year. Uh, and Coach Bird has, has got their sights set on getting back there. 
Uh, but you're right. You know, one of these two teams is going to try to get back on track tonight. I, I just feel like the Wildcats may have a, a upper hand on the Rockets tonight. And, and finally, same thing for Troy and Mejia they, as they hook up. All right, uh, 426. I love talking high school football. We could have gone through, you know, every game on the on the docket here, but uh, <laughs> we, time doesn't permit. But we, if we didn't talk about your team tonight, I promise you we'll, we'll get to them next week. I, I guarantee you. Or you can, uh, you can hear about them tonight on the scoreboard show when uh, Lark and Aaron have our Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Remember, Southwest Sports Medicine will be open tomorrow morning if you need them. So uh, you you, uh, you moms and dads and coaches for uh, for these high school football kiddos, Southwest Sports Medicine open tomorrow morning. Uh, 427, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. When we come back, we are going to visit with Ricky Thompson, and uh, we're going to talk some uh, – we're going to talk some – college football we may even get into some high school football talk about his Gatesville Hornets you know his Hornets uh got a great win uh, on Friday night they beat Lano soundly and and uh, we'll talk uh, we'll talk to Ricky about his alma mater he may have been on the sideline calling plays I don't know that's how Ricky rolls sometime but we'll we'll, uh, we'll check in with Ricky Thompson coming up in just a couple of minutes but right now we're going to talk about our friends over at Pioneer Steel and Pipe you know John uh, Emery and and, and Braden really Braden's kind of the, the boss he he tells John what to do uh, but they've been they've been serving Central Texas since 1943 you know Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership the same family-operated business, the Embrys, and, and and that covers four generations. And man, you just you just don't hear about that in today's business environment. At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation has been built one customer at a time. They offer the best in custom me, custom metal buildings, residential metal roofing, hay and equipment barns, garage and carport covers. Uh, they also carry uh, all sizes of pipe. And uh, they also stock American-made grade 60 rebar. Basically, they're your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. They're located at 913 South Loop Drive in Orchard Lane. And they also got a location down in Bryan. They're open Monday through Friday from 730 until 5, so another half hour. And then tomorrow they're open from 8 until noon. And you can always check them out online at uh, pioneerboys.com. And you can do that 24-7. Don't forget, as a, as a great customer service, they deliver and they unload as well. We're talking about Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Dave Veranda and the Baylor Bears open the season on the road Saturday against the Bobcats at Texas State in San Marcos, and we'll be there with the Baylor Tailgate Show, presented by the Office of Baylor Alumni. Hi, this is Tom Barf. Join Matt Mosley, Clark Smith, and me as we break down the game, bring you scores and interviews. It's the Baylor Tailgate Show, and it's this Saturday at 2 o'clock, live from Bobcat Stadium in San Marcos on ESPN Central Texas. Have you been thinking about a new deck for your home, lake house, or country place, or maybe a new pergola for your backyard, or redoing a room to give it a more western or rustic look? If the answer is yes, we invite you to come see us at Redwoods Incorporated. We take pride in having the best selection in the greater Waco area for top quality wood products. It makes no difference if you are just wanting ideas, curious about probable cost, or want us to recommend an outstanding contractor. Our folks at Redwoods Incorporated want 
to help you from start to finish. Come visit with Greg or Scott and see our new showroom conveniently located on Esther Drive, just off North Valley Mills behind Applebee's Restaurant. Redwoods Incorporated wants you to know no project is too big or too small for us to give you our personal attention. So please call us at 772-5243 or just stop by Redwoods Incorporated anytime and let us show you how helpful we can be. You'll be glad you did. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. It's time to drive at home. Go the distance with First Central Credit Union. New and used auto rates are as low as 1.99% APR. Have a winning season with First Central's local blitz play. Quick loan processing with flexible terms. Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Everything we do, we do for you. Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Number four, Ohio State came back after being down at halftime to beat Minnesota 45 to 31. One game in the top 10 tonight, North Carolina at Virginia Tech. And in the Big 12, South Dakota is at Kansas. The rest of the Big 12 gets underway tomorrow. Baylor is at Texas State. Coverage starts at 2 on ESPN Central Texas with the Baylor Tailgate Show with Tom Barfield and Matt Mosley. UMHV also gets the season underway tomorrow night, hosting Simpson College. Kickoff at 6, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. High school football coverage tonight on our airwaves. Waco taking on Hutto on ESPN Central Texas and University at Granbury on Star 104.9. Those pregames start at 6.30. Temple hosts Magnolia West. Pregame at 7 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Time to talk football with Ricky Thompson. Presented by Alliance Bank of Central Texas. Hey, it's a 4.32, and we welcome into the program Ricky Thompson. Ricky, 25 and a half hours, and we're playing football for real. Yeah, it's time. That's exciting. And it would be what the high tomorrow is supposed to be, 97. These guys are going to get a typical opening day weather game for football in Texas. And, uh, and you're going to be patrolling the sideline. I'm going to tell you right now, uh, that's where my press box pass is. It's on the sideline, so I may just follow you around, make sure you stay hydrated. Well, I'll tell you what, <laughs> can you have Gatorade at your side and we'll both be good. <laughs> Rick, well, uh, in, in, before we talk football, let's talk uh, on the field. Let's talk about off the field. Uh, your thoughts on the, on, the, on the report that's coming out now that the, the Big 12 is making a push for BYU, Central Florida, Cincinnati, and Houston. Well, I think that's just fine. I, I, I don't know. I believe all this when it's finalized because nobody knows. I think this changes every day. Those schools and those names don't surprise me. Uh, I don't think they're the only ones out there. I think there are probably others, and I think there's probably some that are Power 5 type teams that are on the Big 12's list as well. What I'm pleased with is they're, they're not waiting. They're active. 
Mm-hmm. And finally, the Big 12 is being proactive about something instead of sitting back. And I think that, to me, is what's encouraging whoever the teams may be. I'm just very pleased to hear that they're moving, trying to get this done, trying to add teams and make the Big 12 viable, which I think we all think it is with the addition of some teams. It's it's a league that will be prominent into the future and hold a spot in the playoff hierarchy, Power 5, whatever it may be. So I, I think it's exciting, whoever the teams are. Well, when I see the BYU name, that's what kind of gets me jazzed up because, as you know, they've got alumni from coast to coast, and and that's, that's a program that uh, really can kind of help stabilize this thing. Well, I don't think there's any question. It's a huge television market. It's nationwide. And think, too, uh, if it's Cincinnati, you've got that Ohio market, Cincinnati, even UCF, 71,000 students in Central Florida. Uh, all of those schools bring something television-wise that is uh, very viable and attractive to TV networks. All right, let's, let's talk about uh, tomorrow night's game. Uh, and again, the Bears opening on the road. You just first of all, your thoughts about Baylor going to Sam Marcus for the first time in in school history? Well, I think that's a little unusual. It's unusual not necessarily to open on the road, but to open on the road against a school that is in a smaller division, whatever it may be. Uh, but I think that's fine. I think it's kind of exciting. I thought it was a lot of fun. We may have talked about this last week. Some opening at SMU some years ago. It was a great Baylor crowd on the road, and I think it's kind of fun to go on the road and have a huge following and maybe even outnumber your home team or either be very close to it. So in that regard, it's really kind of exciting to open on the road like this. What What are you looking for? I mean, and we we were talking about this at the top of the broadcast, top of the show. Yeah, we know about X's and O's in the in the in the you know the gap offense and and. But what are you looking for from the team? I, you know, I, I told Ward that I'm looking for – I want to see them start to show us that the, the identity of this football team. It, what are you looking for? Well, first off, a first football game of the season is probably one of the most unknown events in sporting. Uh, it's such a difficult thing to know what your football team is really like, particularly in college when you've not played against anybody else. And we all know that practice is not the same as a game. That changes the environment. It changes the pressure. It changes performances of these kids, either for the good, for the better, or sometimes it's not as good. So what I'm looking for is not a lot of mistakes, good, solid football, and offensively we need big plays i think last year is something we really lack with your big plays and i don't care if it's the wide zone if it's the spread whatever it is you have to have big plays in this offense and i think we know clearly that this team wants to run the football Uh, that's part of the wide zone they want to establish the run and i would like to see them do that early you know i'm i'm a old receiver and i love to throw the ball but i think we all know that even from our years in the spread, even then the passing game was based off the running game. We ran for 300 yards a game average out of the spread. So running is critical in football, no matter high school, college, NFL. So I guess that's really what I'm looking for more than anything because we kind of know the product on the defensive side. I'm looking for a football team Saturday 
that can really run the football and run it with some big chunk plays and then get it over the top in the passing game. Ricky, how important is it for this offense? You talk about having the big plays and having the opportunity to just kind of get its feet under them. How important is it for early in the ball game for them to just, if nothing else, move the chains and kind of establish the line of scrimmage? I think it's critical. That's really part of what I was saying. I think, and you do that with that running game. If you can pound a football team early and and wear that defensive front out and do it moving the football, moving the chains. Uh, we we talked about the weather. If you've got a mm-hmm. defensive team that's out there eight, nine, ten plays right off the bat for two or three drives, that's going to pay off, and it's going to pay off in a big way. And I think that's really critical. I know we all, we all want to see what this offensive line does. We've heard of the improvement. Uh, we've heard of the new scheme. Uh Let's let's see how much stronger they really are, and let's see how they perform. And if you pick any one position in this game, I know Gary Bohannon is obvious at quarterback, but I really want to see how this offensive line performs. And I think that goes with what you're saying, Ward. Dominate up front and get something going there. And and for for the first time in a long time, be dominant running the football. You know, for me, Ricky, I want to take you back to the to the defensive side of the ball. You saw those scrimmages uh, the last couple of Saturdays. Apu Ika, how dominant can he and how dominant will he be in the middle? Well, the first scrimmage I thought he was playing fullback because he was in the backfield all day long. So <laughs> I, I, I think that's how good he can be. This, this kid is 6'5", 350". And if you watch him, the quickness is unbelievable. This guy is off the ball on the snap, just like an offensive lineman. And I can promise you, I hope they try to block him with one guy, because if they do, they're going to get killed in the middle, because you can't block him with one. And if you're putting two guys on him, and you've got Terrell Bernard and Dylan Doyle backing him up, Jalen Petrie on the side, they're in trouble. And I just think he can change as good as this defensive football team was last year. And with these 10 starters coming back and you add Apu in the middle, they can be really, really good if they stay healthy. And and we haven't had a guy, Braven Roy is the closest thing, and that was, what, two years ago, that really dominated the middle of the field. And I'm not sure Apu is a step above even – Bravion as far as strength and ability and quickness. Uh, he's a game changer, guys. And you know, one thing I was looking at on uh, Texas State's roster that's so much different than what we're looking at with these guys coming back, they have 20 transfers. <laughs> and that's, that's, that's just on the depth chart. That doesn't count the roster. That's the depth chart. Three of their five offensive linemen are transfers. Both of their cornerbacks are transfers. Their strong safeties are transfer. And their nose guards are transferred. Ricky, I think I counted I 49 oh, wow. on their roster. I think I counted 49. Between JUCO and, and true transfers, I think I counted 49. Well, I've just named seven or eight that are starters out of 22, and 20 of those on the depth chart. I, w- one thing about that, and I wasn't aware of this, Jamos told me today they only signed one high school kid. They recruited one high school kid, apparently. And with this, 
and the transfer portal, this is made available, but that's a new ball game. We don't know how that's going to work uh, long term. I don't know if it builds continuity. I don't know what it does, but I do know one thing. We're not sure what Texas State is because they have so many new guys that we haven't seen before. When you look at this game and, and having that opportunity to, to have so many transfers and, and things like that, that it just seems like that's tough to kind of build the program and, and get young guys involved in, in an area of special teams. And how critical is it for Baylor to win that special teams battle and flip the field when they need to? Well, I, it's very important. It is every football game. And I think that's one thing we've got that should be a strength of this team. I know it's a it's an emphasis. You've got Treston Ebner back returning kicks and punts. Uh, you've got your kicker and punter back. They've both been pushed in camp, so there's some depth there. Uh, this coaching staff takes special teams very seriously. I I expect some big plays defensively. I I would hate to punt the ball to Tristan Ebner, <laughs> Taquan Thornton, Josh Fleeks, any of these guys. They, it would scare me to death just with the ability they have to make a big return. And the other side of the ball to punt it deep, make the play, block some kicks. Uh, I think and expect from what I've seen that, that we'll see some pretty good special teams play out of this football team. Ricky, let's uh, let's go around the league a little bit. Uh, you know, 30 miles from us is going to be the uh, Louisiana and Texas game. Your, your thoughts on that one? Well, two ranked teams. Uh, of course, Texas is at home. This Cajun football team, remember last year, opened up on the road and blistered Iowa State. And we know Iowa State was pretty darn good. So I don't think Texas uh, – this isn't a week off for them by no means. They're going to have their hands full. I think this team's pretty good. Uh, Texas is an unknown because new coaching staff, new quarterback, new schemes. I think uh, that takes some time. And I, I think that might be a really good close football game, guys. Ricky, the other one that might be close and have some implications on the Big 12 is Texas Tech and Houston. Dana Hoverson kind of had the first year as, as a, well, a tank year, no other way to really put it. And then last year, uh, COVID, we all know what happened. So, you know, he's kind of having his first real footing in a season. There is the head coach for the Cougars. And Matt Wells, well, his seat's pretty hot. He, does he have to win this game against the Cougars? to kind of calm the waters in Lubbock? Well, I, I don't know that he has to win this one, but I know that he has to win some games this year. I think if, if Tech's not a bowl team this year, that uh, Wells is probably in trouble, and I, I'm not sure that's enough. So with that, you've got to win non-conference games as well. So that would really uh, dig a hole for Tech and for Wells if they don't win this game. I look not that it makes any difference. I think Tech was a one-point favorite, but uh, playing on the road, I I think it'll be a tough game for Tech personally. I think Houston at home and Hoverson will be a tough task for Texas Tech. It would not surprise me to see Houston win that game. Uh, I, I think that's a real possibility. Ricky, as we kind of wind down here, give me one matchup to watch. We're in the stands and we're watching the football game. Give me one matchup to watch tomorrow. Uh, you know what? I'm an offensive guy, but I'm watching offense. I, I just I want to see what that guy does. I want to see what he disrupts. I would hate to be 
Charles Fletcher, who is Texas State's starting center. Uh, line up on your first play and look across the line, and I, I'd be scared to death. <laughs> but I, that, that's the guy I'm watching, and I want to see if he really is as disruptive as he's been in these scrimmages we've seen. And if he is, this, this defensive football team will have a really good day. Offensively, obviously, the one guy I want to watch probably more than anybody else is Gary Bohannon. I think he has really grown up. I'm really impressed with his attitude, the way he's developed. I thought he made two or three of the best throws on deep balls I've seen in a long time, not last weekend, weekend before. I, I want to see how he reacts when this football team right now is his. I want to see if he takes it uh, under his wings and he acts like the quarterback. He acts like the leader out there. And I, I just think he is. And he's such a great athlete. If he does, this could be a really potent offensive football team. And, and after last year, we need that guys because we were really not very good offensively. Hey Rick, uh, what's going on over at, at Alliance Bank and Trust? Well, I've got my door shut for this interview. I hope everybody's still here when I open it. I, they may have all run to the door. It is, it is Labor Day weekend. I mean, you know. Yeah, it, it sure is. It, no, it, it's good. It's, it's an exciting time for us. I mentioned last week we're on our way to the Temple Belt and Clean Area, and the new branch out here has done really well out on 84. It's, it's a lot of fun. Uh, Waco's a good town for community banks, and we're fortunate to have several. Rick, as always, it's a pleasure. Thanks so much for your time today. All right, guys. Let's see what happens this weekend. I'm looking forward to it. I'll see you tomorrow night. That is uh, Ricky Thompson uh, from Alliance Bank and Trust. And, of course, Ricky is uh, part of the uh, uh, broadcast team with John Morris and J.J. Joe, and you'll hear them right here tomorrow night uh, at 6 o'clock with the uh, kickoff of Baylor and Texas State. Our coverage, wall-to-wall coverage of Baylor and Texas State, begins with the tailgate show at 2 o'clock. Network coverage begins at 4. They kick just after 6. So uh, there, And then after the game, you got the all the post-game coverage right here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. It is Baylor and Texas State opening up the 2021 season, and we look forward to it. It's a 448. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas from the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. Well, Ward is in the press box at Wildcat Stadium in Temple as he gets ready for Temple and the fight in Magnolias. So uh, and we are we are in the studios here, the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, and we're looking forward to a, a, a fun night. I want to talk a little bit about what's going on over at Allen Samuels. You know, uh, it's, it, it's, it's that time of the year, time for you to – to check out the 2021 Ram 1500 Quad Cab Lone Star Edition with total cash values of 62.50, or you can get 2.9% financing for 72 months, and in addition, you can get $2,000 in bonus cash. I like bonus cash. Anytime you you hear the word bonus and cash in the same sentence, it's a good thing for you, and, and that's why Ram truck owners are the most loyal. To the brand. And don't forget about the new 2021 Grand Cherokee Laredo with total values of $3,500 off or 0% financing for 48 months, plus 
here we go again, $2,000 in bonus cash. It's uh, it, 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 And these are just a couple of the great deals that are going on at, uh, at Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They're at th- 201 West Loop 340, just right down the road from Highway 84. And, of course, you can always check out their great selection of vehicles at alansamuelsdcj.com. That's Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business. <laughs> The China Spring Coaches Show with Brian Bell. Brought to you by Kristen Clements, Camille Johnson Realtors, Triple S Sports, Benchmark Mortgage, and First National Bank of Central Texas. The China Spring Cougars beat Trinity Christian 49-15 to open up the season. Coach Brian Bell, Major Bowden, another outstanding night. Over 200 yards, 14 carries, two TDs. Yes, sir. Um, Major's an electric guy with the ball in his hands. He did a great job of leading our offense, but uh, our defense was one that uh, really stood out, mo- uh, I think, for the most part for our, as our coaching staff. Um, you know, they, they played relentless defense and uh, rallied to the football really well. Uh, got beat deep on some coverages a little bit, which we're going to get fixed hopefully. And um, uh, But they didn't convert on those deep pass plays and everything, so it all worked out for us. But um, they ran to the football really well and tackled well, so we were proud of our defense. Uh, on the defensive side, looks like it's the X-Line boys who are taking care of things for you. Yes, sir. Dawson and Tristan, uh, one's a senior, one's a junior. Um, phenomenal talents, hard workers, uh, do a great job in the weight room, and they do a great job of practicing hard throughout the week, And um, as, as a lot of those guys on defense do. But uh, uh, those are the guys that kind of have the spotlight for them. You mentioned trouble on the deep pass. Well, you're going to have a lot of trouble this week because that's what the Lorena Leopards like to do. They like to throw the ball deep. That's exactly right, and so uh, we got our work cut out for us. Uh, their quarterback does a great job of throwing the ball accurately down the field, and they got some big-time playmakers on the edge, and um, the offensive line uh, does a really good job of uh, being consistent inside the box and, and moving a lot of good their big bodies, and so, uh, like you said, we're going to have our work cut out for us. ESPN Central Texas. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. and MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Kristen Clements, a realtor with Camille Johnson Real Estate, has been working in the real estate profession since 2013. Kristen specializes in the greater Waco and surrounding areas. Born and raised in Waco, Kristen is a graduate of Baylor University, and she and her husband and three children currently reside in China Spring. If you're looking to relocate and need a hardworking agent to work on your behalf, call Kristen Clements today, 717-3020, or check her out at CamilleJohnson.com. Triple S Sports is your one-stop shop for all baseball and softball gear. They have the latest bats, gloves, balls, and equipment from the names you know and trust. Rawlings, Louisville Slugger, DeMarini, Wilson, Easton, Mizuno, Under Armour, and New Balance. Play ball! Triple S Sports can also take care of your team uniform needs with their large selection of the latest sublimated apparel and custom caps. Ask about team, league, and school special discounts. Stop by their warehouse in Waco or visit them at triplessports.com. You're out! When you work with a bank, you should expect the best of everything. That includes face-to-face personal service and the kind of community banking care that only comes from one neighbor to another. 
That's exactly what you'll get from the first National Bank of Central Texas, where you know your banker works as hard as you do. Because just like the Waco High Lions, they're focused on winning, no matter the game. That's the first National Bank of Central Texas, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Time now for the Ranger Roundup, brought to you by Kaleo Wealth Management Group. All right, 453, we're seven shy of five, and it is time for the Ranger Roundup. And Ward, let's begin by congratulating Texas. They did not lose last night. <laughs> yeah, great job. <laughs> they didn't play, but I mean. I know, yeah, so. I get it. Now you know what? I, and I, honestly, I think this will be this will be a fun little test for these these young and I guess they're kids these uh these guys that are trying to impress the front office of the Rangers. They've got they're, they're going to face maybe the MVP of baseball in Otani tonight. Yeah, I I think he is the MVP, and that's going to be interesting to see. I mean, this guy continues every time you look up. He does something spectacular again. And, you know, who knows, he may do something uh, again against the Rangers. But I, it, it's unbelievable what Otani's been able to do uh, for the Angels, for, for baseball. I, you know, I think, mm-hmm. he's, yeah, I think he's energized everybody back into to Major League Baseball just because you want to open up the sports page or open up your browser and say, okay, what did he do last night? Because this guy, he, he's – and I hate to compare players, but, I mean – he reminds you of, you know, what you would have seen if you were able to watch Babe Ruth play. I agree. I, I totally agree. I mean, here's a a multi-skilled uh, player. I mean, this is a guy that – I mean, and, again, I thought what they might do is on the nights that he pitched is give him the night off offensively. But I, I think he's the guy that really pushes him to, to continue to pencil him into the lineup. I think he wants to be involved offensively when he's on the mound. He does. He's that guy. I mean, he wants to. He wants as many bats as he can get. He wants to be on the mound. He, you know, I mean, he wants to do it all. And you know what? He he can. He can do it all. It's it's unbelievable what he's able to pull off. Because you would think that you know, in this day and era, that you know, even the front office or managers would go, yeah, that's cute, but we're not doing that guy. You know. <laughs> but this, he just he keeps saying. They can't keep him out of the lineup. They just can't. Well, they can't keep him off base either. I mean, this dude produces offensively. And then when you look at him uh, from the mound perspective, he's 8-1. and one. He's 8-1 and one on a 500 baseball team. On a 500 baseball team, he's 8-1. and one. So just think if he's not there, you know, there's seven games under 500 if he's not in that rotation. Unbelievable. That is just – that's mind-blowing. Yeah, imagine if he's if if somebody was to come in and swoop him up that was a contender and put him in a decent rotation. Oh my! You talk about shutting the door on somebody in a in a series. I mean that guy, he can he can do it all. It's 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 so fun to watch. It really is. So it's the Rangers and the Angels opening up a series tonight out on the West Coast, and that is our uh, Ranger Roundup, and it's brought to you by Kaleo. 
Wealth Management, Joe Kaleo and his fine group. It's uh, 4.57. We're three away from five here on a uh, dr- almost a drive to the house. It's it's all, You may be on your way to a ball game. You may have snuck out early. If you did and you're on your way to a high school football game, drive safely. Uh, Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and uh, Bally Sports Southwest is coming up in just a couple of minutes, and we'll talk some high school football with Craig. Right now I want to talk a little bit about uh, uh, Morrison's gifts. You know, hey, look, if it's a birthday gift and anniversary gift a holiday gift you can trust morrison's gifts to take care of you they're uh, I, I, i'm telling you i, I do uh, and uh in in and it works out well they're at 4308 west waco drive you can you can go over to morrison's gifts they're going to ask you what you're looking for and you're going to tell them you don't know or you may know you may have an idea and then they're going to take care of you from that aspect uh they have all kinds of neat things for uh for, for the uh, special woman in your life, whether it's a John Hart leather goods or big old key rings. They've got candles. they got jewelry. they got all kinds of neat stuff. You just got to go around and, and take a look. And sometimes it can be a little overwhelming, you know, because you don't understand all that stuff. And, and I get it. Trust me. Uh, but if, if you'll just, you know, just ask one of the ladies for a little help, the next thing you know, you're, uh, you're kind of relaxed and they're taking care of you. And then You've made a great purchase. They're going to gift wrap it. It's going to be a uh, beautiful gift wrapping, and that's absolutely free. And uh, and then you uh, then you've got yourself a great gift uh, for whatever the case may be, whatever the occasion may be, I should say. Morrison's Gifts. They're at forty three oh eight West Waco Drive. They're next to Jason's Deli in the Brazos Square Shopping Center. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2021. Prescott in the gun from the 20, fourth and two. Only heard here. here. Snap is back, looking middle, throwing middle, slap, cut. All season. Cooper walks it in, touchdown on fourth and two. Thursday night, it's your Cowboys and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Live from Raymond James Stadium on this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Dallas Cowboys football Thursday night at 6 on our sister station, Fox Sports Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, DMRA Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. The Real Texas Gun Show is back at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, benefiting the Scottish Rite Foundation of Texas, Saturday, September 4th and Sunday, September 5th. The Real Texas Gun Show is proud to be a gun show where small mom-and-pop vendors can share the floor with large dealers that buy, sell, and trade firearms. The Real Texas Gun Show at 2801 West Waco Drive at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum. This gun show is to help raise funds for the Scottish Rite Foundation's many charities in the state of Texas. The Real Texas Gun Show at the Lee Lockwood Library and Museum, Saturday, September 4th and Sunday, September 5th. 
With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. On that heavy shelf you hung yesterday. Turns out, you didn't use enough anchors. Wait, you didn't use any anchors? <laughs> now you've got an open floor plan. Trendy. And if you have the wrong home insurance, you could need a wall of money to fix this. So get home insurance with Allstate and be better protected from mayhem like me. Based on coverage and limits selected, subject to terms, conditions, and availability. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. This is the sound of someone taking a free test walk in personally fit arch supports at the Good Feet store. Ah, music to our ears. Just like the words of Randy and Dennis, real customers who decided to give Good Feet arch supports a try with a free fitting and test walk. In the morning, it felt like I was standing on marbles on my heel. Working at an amusement park and being on my feet all day long, extreme pain every day, trying so many different things over the counter, none of it worked. When I went into the Good Feet store, the fitting was all about me. She brought out these two little art supports, tried them on, walked around the store with them, and immediately felt better. It's amazing. Your day becomes better and the sun shines. You know, it's a good life. See how our trusted specialists and personally fit arch supports can help with foot, knee, hip, and back pain. Stop by the Good Feet store for a free fitting and test walk today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Just after 5 o'clock, this is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Drive safely as you make your way home. Tom and Ward and Aaron, we're glad you're with us. we got the high school football across our family of radio stations. We'll have Temple and the Fighting Magnolias. They're coming up uh, tonight over on Fox Sports Central Texas at 7.30, 7 o'clock pregame. Uh, right here on ESPN Central Texas, it'll be Hutto and Waco as uh, Johnny Tusa will be inducted into the uh, Waco ISD Hall of Fame. It's the Derek Johnson Classic, so that'll be a lot of fun, and we'll have that one for you at uh, 6.30. And then also uh, University will be uh, in Granbury to take on the Pirates, and that will be a 6.30 broadcast on our sister station, Star 104.9. Then after the game, it's the uh, scoreboard show right here on ESPN Central Texas. We're joined now by Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine in Valley Sports Southwest. Greg, we, we were talking earlier, if we weren't working a game tonight, where would we be? So I'll ask you the same question. If you didn't mm. have to work uh, the, the scoreboard show tonight, and I know you love it, but if you if you could just pick a game in the Metroplex, where would you be? Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a common question we, we get. You know, I, I kick that around every week with, with uh, my, my colleague Craig Way. Obviously, we're we're tied up, but, but we want to be – we would obviously, you know, like being at high school football games. Uh, you got your, your pick of the litter, you know, especially, you know, if you're looking statewide, there's big games, Austin-Westlake hosting Euless Trinity. It's a massive game. I believe we have five 
top 10 matchups in Class 6A alone, uh, which is uh, pretty pretty ridiculous this week. Or, uh, so then, But the one I would look at, I think you look at Denton Ryan and Denton Geyer. This is a really intriguing rivalry matchup. It's important to remember these two teams have not always played one another. Uh, and there's a little bit of... I mean, I hate to you know invoke some uh, some some names here, but uh, there's a little bit of Longhorns and Aggies in this, in the sense of like, no, you're ducking us, no, you're ducking us. <laughs> well, now now they're back together, and and they're playing, and, and, and they're both really really good. Denton Ryan, of course, are defending 5A Division One state champions. Uh, they come back pretty pretty loaded for Bear, and this Denton Ryan, this Denton Geyer team in a second year uh, under their coaching staff there with Rodney Webb, I think they've got one of the most talented 2023 quarterbacks in the state, and Jackson Arnold. Uh, they're going to put on a show tonight. I would say that that's probably the place to be. It would be C.H. Collins Stadium up there in Denton uh, would be one of the place, best places to be. But I'll tell you, it is a terrific week of games all across the state. I mean, we have a rematch of a state championship game tonight that I feel like people don't necessarily realize. Sterling City in May in the 1A Division One rankings. Yeah, yes, it's a six-man It's a six man game. But you're talking about the two teams that played for a state championship just last year, just back in December, and now they're meeting up in week two. It's, it's a massive week of games across the state. Did you have any games last week where you went, whoa, whoa, didn't see that coming? Was there a huge surprise in week number one, Greg? You know, honestly, I'm going to say no. I feel like it was a relatively chalky week one. You know, there were certainly some some eye-popping results in the sense of, uh, you know, what, what uh, to go back to what Denton Ryan was in. Denton Ryan did to Longview last week. was awfully impressive to go out there and establish that. I think Carthage's comeback win over Crosby was really gutty, but – I wouldn't necessarily calculate it, categorize it as necessarily an, up, an upset. When you're talking about the very top tier of games, you know, top tier of, of, of uh, you know, those types of things, I, I don't know if there was necessarily any real big shakeups. And I think, honestly, that is a bit of a testament to the value of a true offseason, the value of true offseason workouts. It, it, yes, week one is always a little bit sloppy. There's always penalties and stuff like that. But I think that there was a noticeably crisper, ver- uh, you know, style of play in week one than in 2021 than there was in week one 2020 and that maybe tampered down the chaos just a little bit now look uh, if if there's been a second without chaos in texas high school football just give it another minute and it'll arrive it's on its way uh so i would anticipate that tonight we'll have some wild results but but from week one i would say you look across the state and it was it was relatively chalky uh you know as, as far as the big picture is concerned let's let's Talk a little bit about the the C word COVID for just a second. Uh, it, it in this area, Conley had to uh, had to cancel their game with La Vega, and that was a shame. You know, that's a, that's a nice little rivalry about four miles apart. La Vega scrambles and finds Bishop Dunn. Are you seeing some of that across the entire state, uh, Greg? Yeah, you know, it's, we're keeping close eye on it this this year at, at TexasFootball.com. We're tracking all of the UIL 11 main classification uh, cancellations out there and and this week i believe what the the number that we ended up on uh was 43 i believe 43 games uh were canceled uh in in texas high school football the uil 11 man ranks and you might be thinking that that's a lot but i would actually counter and say that no it's not there's 530 scheduled uil 11 man games this week so you're talking a little less uh, a little more than eight percent of the total games were canceled and and eight percent is not zero that's obviously what we'd like to be and it is 
to be clear, it is higher than last week. That's a higher last week. We were in about the 5% range of games canceled. Uh, this week, we're in about the 8% range. Uh, but I will say that the other thing to keep in mind is that teams are going out there and they're rescheduling games. Uh, you know, I believe we had a fair number of games that have been put together. Uh, we've got a full list on TexasFootball.com as far as games that have been put together. And some of them are fantastic games. You know, Highland Park is going to play Flower Mound. La Vega, I think, against Bishop Dunn is a really interesting matchup. Uh, you know, you're going to have uh, one of the best games of the state, I think, tonight. is Wascom and Timpson at the 2A and 3A level, two teams that are really going to get after it. That game was thrown together kind of at the last minute. So from a net perspective, you know, we're only – we're going to be down about, I would say – 30 games or so, maybe 20, a little less than 30 games uh, on a net perspective. And that's pretty good, especially considering last year, the number to keep in mind, I think the benchmark is 12%. Last year, we had 12% fewer games played in 2020 than we did in 2019. So the fact that we're still under that threshold means that things are a little bit better than they were last year. Certainly, everybody needs to do their part to make sure we're we're getting to to play Texas high school football. Uh, But that is uh, certainly something that we're keeping in mind. Greg, a game that was a whale of a game last year, rematched this year in Grandview there in Johnson County. Salado Eagles traveling to Grandview to take on the Zebras. Yeah, a a terrific game, and and I'm glad you brought it up because I think that this is a a game that maybe in a lot of other weeks might be getting a lot of headlines, but because this week is so loaded, it's it's been relegated to kind of – flying under the radar look Salado could not have looked better in their opener against Troy I mean 62 to nothing it's hard to ask for anything more now I think that Troy is is down this year to be clear and this is a much better test for them going up against a team with you know state championship pedigree in, in Grandview who went on the went out last week and came up with a big win on the road at Malakoff uh, another team that we think pretty highly of and came up with a, a, a really gutty win you know 24 to 21 uh, this is a really big test, I think, for Salado, and especially, you know, look, Salado was in many respects able to do whatever they wanted offensively last week. Um, this is going to be a much, much, much stiffer test for that offense going up against the Grandview defense that traditionally is very good, and the early reports are that they are very good this year. So I would take a look at the Salado team uh, and see can they get, you know, the, uh, can they get Hutton Hare going? You know, a guy that, that they don't ask to throw a ton out of the slot team, but I think that he's got to be effective. Uh, and then guys like Caden Strickland, the offensive newcomer of the year from last year. Uh, it's a really good measuring stick here for Salado. If they come away with a win uh, in this one going up to Grandview, then I think that's really going to turn some heads around the state. Shane Anderson's Midway Panthers. Uh, he's trying to get that, uh, that thing going, but a fun one, I think tonight when, when they welcome in Odessa Permian. Yeah. You know, look, it's, it's, it's a great, tradition game you know in that respect uh and furthermore this is an opportunity for for midway to get back on the good foot i think they they are desperate to get back on the field to to basically wash the taste out of their mouth from last week i mean i think if you talk with shane anderson he'll tell you that that just flat out stunk they just didn't play well and give a lot of credit to round rock who came out uh, you know guns a blazing and looked really really good Here's an opportunity uh, to welcome a team in with a lot of pedigree, with a big name uh, in Odessa Permian, uh, you know, and, and maybe get back on the good foot. Maybe you, especially getting that defense going, that's going to be critical for them. Now they're taking on a Permian team that, you know, last week got a win over El Paso Pebble Hills, uh, you know, and, and they're making a long road trip. It's important to remember that that home field advantage, I think is going to be critical uh, for, uh, for the midway if they want to be able to spring the upset. But one thing that I would keep an eye on if you're trying to scout out this Permian team, 
keep an eye on most specifically uh, their their big offensive line. They've got a big offensive line led by Harris Sewell. They're gonna they're kind of kind of grind it out around there. They are not a deep play team. I think they're still trying to figure out exactly what they are offensively. Um, and and once they do, they could be dangerous. I think that for Midway to catch them early is probably good because I think this is a Permian team still trying to identify themselves what their what their uh, offensive identity is. The other thing for for Midway is you got to get that offense kind of stuck out of out of the mud. Get that offense going. Uh, I think that the higher scoring this game is, the better it benefits Midway. Uh, see if you can uh, force this Permian team into a few mistakes. But uh, yeah, a fun game of, of kind of a cross regional matchup here week two. You mentioned uh, some teams finding games, and uh, one of the teams out of that university district, the Cleveland Yellow Jackets, had one of their games, had their game this week canceled early against Southwest, but they pick up Carter High School in Dallas. What kind of a matchup do you think this will be for the Yellow Jackets? Uh, a physical one. Uh, I think that this is going to be a really physical game, specifically because this is a Carter team uh, that is anxious to get on the field. You know, they had a, they had the, the strange week one bye, uh, the open date in week one, uh, and they were supposed to play. Uh, you know, they're, they're supposed to have a game this week uh, against a rivalry game against Dallas Kimball, uh, the, the the Oak Cliff Super Bowl they call it, and that was unable to happen this week. And so they, instead, they they schedule Cleburne. And so for for Carter. Uh, this is going to be a team that you're going to that always wants to go out there and knock you in the mouth. This is a team uh, that that they play with a little bit of swagger and they play with the, they they play with that tradition. They're right with them, kind of playing on the field alongside them. Second year coach Spencer Gilbert, I think, is really building that edge again, and they have some game breakers in this one. Jacorian uh, Hooker Duran is the defensive end to know here. He is a menace off the edge. He could be seeing some time at running back as well, even on wide receiver Brandon Jones as well. For Cleburne, lean on the fact that you've got a little bit of experience. But lean on the fact that, that yeah, this is not your first game of the, of the year. You, you were able to go out there and get a, a good win in week one and uh, jump on this team early. Jump on Carter early. I think that's going to be uh, the best bet for them. I think there's a fantastic game. I, I lean a little bit towards uh, Cleburne to, to come away with the win, a bigger school, as well as getting them at home. And Coach Casey Waller even just having that uh, one game under their belt, I think, is beneficial to them. So I, I think the Yellow Jackets can move on to 2-0. Greg, we, we can't let you get out of here without talking about a game that was, for years, a district rival, and that is Lorena and China Spring. Yeah, you know, this is a, a fantastic matchup, I think, of a team in Lorena uh, that wants to get back on the good foot, you know, after last week's kind of uh, disappointing loss, I guess, in, to, to Franklin. But, but they looked really, really solid for, for long spurts of that game. Uh, going up against the China Spring team that, hey, no notes. You know, what you did last week uh, against against Trinity Christian Addison I think is pretty darn good. But this is a Lorena team that I think is going to come in hungry. And most importantly, I think this is a Lorena team that is one going to get that offense going. We know that their offense is explosive. We know they've got some playmakers out there that can really stretch the defense and make you pay. And so if you're Ray Biles' company, I'm going to try to find the ball find a way to get the ball to Jadon Porter, get the ball to, to Reed Michener, your, your running back. I mean, there's going to be a lot of playmakers out there. Get this score up, kind of get this offense into gear. Because last week, you know, Franklin was able to get some stops on them, kind of uh, frustrate them. I think if you're Lorena, you want to get this offense, kind of step on the gas, uh, let it kind of open up the throttle a little bit and see what you can do. For China Spring, go out there and, and do what you did last week, which was go out there against an explosive defense and make sure that you're with an explosive defense and, and hold them down. That's going to be really interesting. I think the real money matchup there is this China Spring defense, which did look so good last week, going up against this Lorena offense that we do feel like is ready to combust. Greg, what are you guys featuring on uh, on Ballet Sports Southwest tonight? 
Well, we've got six hours of live high school football coverage uh, there at Valley Sports Southwest, kicking off with the uh, Emmy Award losing football Friday, starting at seven o'clock with myself and Aaron Hardigan. Um, and then, uh, and then coming up at eleven, it's uh, high school scoreboard live with the Hall of Famer Craig Way and Rick Renner and myself. So uh, it's going to be fun. Uh, flip on Valley Sports Southwest and uh, hang out with us. Hey, Greg, we appreciate your time. Thanks so much, and uh, have fun tonight. All right, take care, guys. Talk to you soon. That's Greg Tepper from Dave Campbell's Texas Football Magazine and Bally Sports Southwest. 516, this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. Ward White is uh, in uh, Temple as the Wildcats get ready for a 7 o'clock pregame and a 7.30 kick over on our sister station, Fox Sports Southwest. We are in the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, and we're right back with more. Hi everyone, with today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady talks about going against the Cowboy defense next Thursday, right after this. Whether you're getting ready to purchase a home, setting up a college fund for your kids, or preparing for retirement, you're working hard to live a life you love. And you deserve peace of mind knowing your home, loved ones, and future are protected. At SWBC, we can help you assess your personal situation and create a customized solution to make sure you're prepared for whatever life throws your way. Visit SWBC.com to learn about your mortgage, insurance, and wealth management options today. That's SWBC.com. Get the ultimate fan experience for the ultimate Cowboys fan. Join Dallas Cowboys United, presented by Globe Life, and get an exclusive DCU fan pack and member benefits. Dallas Cowboys United members receive exclusive access to virtual content, Cowboys Pro Shop discounts, early entrance to select Cowboys events, VIP experiences, and more. Memberships start at only $20. Visit DallasCowboys.com United to join today. That's DallasCowboys.com United. Two rookies, linebacker Micah Parsons and defensive tackle Odegi Zuwa, have a chance to make their Cowboys regular season debut next Thursday in Tampa against the greatest of all time, Tom Brady. Micah was one year old and Osa two years old when Brady made his rookie debut. Brady's taken note of what the Cowboy rookie class has brought to the defense. Dallas has a lot of firepower, uh, a lot of draft picks. You know, they got some new things we're going to have to prepare for. And, um, team's got to come together quickly and get prepared to play our first biggest game of the year. There's a lot of big games, but the first biggest game of the year is Thursday night. Yesterday, three Cowboys starters were taken off the COVID list, C.D. Lamb, DeMonte KZ, and Carlos Watkins, but two offensive linemen are not practicing. Connor Williams is on the COVID list, and Lyle Collins has a neck stinger. With the Cowboys at the Star, I'm Christy Scales. And our Dallas Cowboy report today and every day is brought to you by Dr. Rao Ali of Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsborough. If you or a loved one suffer from chronic pain, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali of Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsborough is a board-certified pain specialist. Call Dr. Ali today at 469-562-4188. If you suffer from chronic pain, whether it's neck or back, arthritis, migraines, or any part of your body, it doesn't have to be that way. Dr. Rao Ali is a board-certified pain specialist and offers his services to Central Texans from Hill Regional Hospital in Hillsboro. He can find the best treatment to help you improve daily function and increase your quality of life. Call Dr. Rao Ali for an appointment, 469-562-4188. That number again, 469-562-4188. Nobody protects you from mayhem like Allstate. I'm a broken traffic light. Stop and go is the name of my game. It's easy. You go, they go. What was it? They go, you go. <laughs> 
And if you have the wrong car insurance, these repair costs could stop you in your tracks. So get Allstate's new low auto rate and be better protected from mayhem, like me. Not available in every state, based on coverage and limits selected. Subject to terms, conditions, and availability. In most states, prices vary based on how you buy. Allstate Bar and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. Have you heard about the new Korean barbecue taco? That's right. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales at Union Hall is the place to get them. The mouth-watering Korean barbecue taco. Caramelized bulgogi beef, Asian slaw, cilantro with sriracha lime and mayo served on a flour tortilla. Way Cool Tacos and Tamales in Union Hall. Handcrafted with love and inspired by their family's generations of Tex-Mex recipes. Located in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in Waco. Your body needs essential nutrients to keep you healthy and feeling good. While these nutrients are found in the food we eat, most adults don't get everything they need through diet alone. That's where Cooper Complete comes in. Visit coopervitaminquiz.com and take the vitamin needs assessment. When you do, you'll not only find the right supplements for you, you'll get 10% off your next purchase. That's coopervitaminquiz.com for 10% off Cooper Complete supplements and the knowledge you need to fill the nutrient gaps left by your diet. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Tonight for high school football, there could be an isolated shower early. If you happen to see one, it's not going to last long. I think most of us will stay dry with mostly clear skies to partly cloudy conditions. Lows fall to 77 degrees and tomorrow mostly sunny, hot and humid, a high of 98 with a heat index of 104. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9 for your forecast first. Plus, check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update. Number four, Ohio State came back after being down at halftime to beat Minnesota 45 to 31. One game in the top 10 tonight, North Carolina at Virginia Tech. And in the Big 12, South Dakota is at Kansas. The rest of the Big 12 gets underway tomorrow. Baylor is at Texas State. Coverage starts at 2 on ESPN Central Texas with the Baylor Tailgate Show with Tom Barfield and Matt Mosley. UMHB also gets the season underway tomorrow night, hosting Simpson College. Kickoff at 6, and you can hear that game on Fox Sports Central Texas. High school football coverage tonight on our airwaves. Waco taking on Hutto on ESPN Central Texas and University at Granbury on Star 104.9. Those pregames start at 6.30. Temple hosts Magnolia West pregame at 7 on Fox Sports Central Texas. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Okay, stand by. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios. Five twenty-three. This is game time here on a uh, football Friday. Our five o'clock hour brought to you by Versalip Southwest, a time manufacturing company currently hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. All openings start at seventeen dollars an hour or more, and you can apply at seventy-six hundred one Imperial Drive. Coming up tomorrow, it is Baylor and Texas State season opener for both of them at uh, Bobcat Stadium, Jim Wacker Field, Bobcat Stadium in San Marcos. Should be a lot of fun. Our coverage. 
Our uh, extended coverage begins at 2 o'clock tomorrow afternoon with the tailgate show and uh, then our pregame at 4, kickoff after, uh, just after 6, and then the postgame wrap-up all right here on your flagship station for Baylor football, ESPN Central Texas. Ward, uh, former Baylor quarterback Charlie Brewer opened up last night, had a solid night, 19-27, 233, a, a pick and two touchdowns, and just a, a good start for, for Charlie in, uh, in Utah. Yeah, and a lot of people were wondering how is he going to adapt and be able to to fit into that offense, being you know a, a quarterback and new in a system. Well, I think he answered a lot of questions last night. He just goes out and plays the position the way he knows how to play it and uh, the way he's been playing it for a while. And, and good for him. You know, I was sitting there thinking he threw uh, two. Let's see, he threw twenty seven times, and, and I know the. This answer is going to be predicated on how the game unfolds tomorrow night, but I don't think in a perfect world that Jeff Grimes and Dave Aranda and Sean Bell want Gary Bohannon throwing 27 passes tomorrow night. I just don't think that's the game plan that they envision. I I don't either. I'm right there with you. I think they want to establish the running game and, and, and then take uh, advantage to set up that passing game and take big plays in the passing game and uh, go over the top like Ricky Thompson was talking about earlier. Uh, I, I'm sure that's what's in the game plan, but, you know, those can always go out the window. If something strange happens and, you know, they get down by a couple of touchdowns and he's forced to have to throw the ball, uh, it, it could be a long afternoon for that offense. For those that don't know, you coached uh, at the collegiate level. It, this offense that they're running with the, with the way that the offensive linemen establish their splits, I mean, it's 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 a little different. Does, does that – create automatic running lanes not necessarily i mean it, it, you're trying to give yourself an opportunity to get zone blocking and those type of things with those wide uh splits and so you, you spread the defense out a little bit and the matchups become a little bit easier for your offensive lineman or not easier but a little more attainable for your offensive lineman and you try to do that by you know using sideline to sideline as far as making big running lanes, well, it's not necessarily the case because of the fact that, you know, the way defense is set up, they can they can shade to the inside or they can move around and they can stack the linebackers in a different situation and, and, and overcome that. But can it make those lanes a little bit easier to obtain? It can in a, in a perfect world, but not, it's not necessarily you see the wide splits and go, oh, boy, they're going to run just right through there and nobody's going to be able to touch them for four or five yards. That's not always the case. Who wins and why? Boy, I knew I was going to get that. I, I think Baylor should win. Uh, I think it would be a huge disappointment if they didn't. Just for the fact of what you and I have talked about all week long, I, I think, in, in my mind, they out-athlete them, if nothing else. I, I just I just feel like that, that, that Baylor has the better athletes, and I think that they should come away with the victory. I think it, it should be a two or three touchdown uh, margin by the end of the game maybe even more I, I just feel like that you know this defense is has an opportunity to be a really really good defense how quickly can the offense catch up and understand what they're trying to do and get a little momentum you know a couple of three or four first downs at the first on the first drive could go a long way for this offense and I agree with you I just think from a from a personnel standpoint to just from an athletic 
athleticism standpoint, Baylor's a better football team, and they should win the football game. And I know that there's there's something to playing on the road and all that stuff, but I still think this is a better football team, and they should win the football game. All right, 527 now. Uh, John Morris has got today's Baylor sports beat. Then we're coming right back to talk to Kyle Yeomans, and we'll talk some Dallas Cowboys football. We'll do that next right here on ESPN Central Texas. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor Athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody. It's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on the Friday Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, a check on Baylor soccer and volleyball, plus football kicks off tomorrow with junior Gary Bohannon starting under center. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. When we moved to Texas, we were like fish out of water. We didn't know anyone in our neighborhood until our Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent came to the house. She was so helpful and reassuring, a friendly face with that Texan hospitality I'd heard about. When we purchased a Texas Farm Bureau insurance policy, we knew we were making the right choice. We knew our family would be protected. Visit Texas Farm Bureau insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to find an insurance agent who's a true neighbor. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. The Labor Day sales event is going on now at Allen Samuels. With the all-new 2021 Jeep Grand Cherokee L now arriving and in stock, this beautiful, rugged third-row seat carries the prestigious Jeep heritage. Come in today and see this all-new model and fall in love. Allen Samuels, located at 201 West Loop 340 in Waco. Come by. Let's be friends. See dealer for details. All offers have credit requirements. This is Walter Abercrombie, Executive Director of the Baylor Bee Association, inviting you to join us at the Baylor Athletics Hall of Fame and Wall of Honor Induction Banquet on October the 29th at the Waco Convention Center. This year's ceremony will recognize the 2020 class of inductees and the 2021 class that consists solely of the foundation, a special group of five players from Coach Scott Drew's first two recruiting classes at Baylor, Aaron Bruce, Mamadou GN, Henry Dugat, Curtis Geralds, and Kevin Rogers. Please join us for this special evening honoring these Baylor greats on October the 29th in the Brazos Room of the Waco Convention Center. For tickets or sponsorship information, contact Tammy Harden in the Bee Association at 254-710-3045. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor soccer, a 2-0 winner last night in Denton over the University of North Texas. Soccer continues on the road. They'll play at Wisconsin coming up on Sunday. Baylor volleyball up to number nine in the nation in this week's poll. They'll play at a tournament in Knoxville, Tennessee beginning tonight. They'll play the host volunteers tonight, then number seven Pittsburgh tomorrow afternoon. Meanwhile, Coach Dave Aranda and the football Bears kick off the new season tomorrow evening in San Marcos against Texas State. Fourth-year junior Gary Bohannon gets the start at quarterback for the Bears after a very spirited and healthy competition for the starting spot. I would say, yeah, it was a very good competition. I mean, honestly, even though I'm the starter right now, Every day we look at it still as a competition because we all have things to improve on us. Like we want to see each other succeed. So for each other to succeed, we need to make sure we're pushing each other every day. So I think it's a competition every day, everything we do. Gary Bohannon and the Bears in action tomorrow against Texas State. 
Our coverage begins here on ESPN Central Texas at 2 p.m. tomorrow. The Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show on the air at 4, kickoff at 6, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Television tomorrow on ESPN+. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tomorrow from San Marcos and have more Monday. I'm John Morris. The Crawford Coaches Show with Greg Jacobs, brought to you by Security Bank of Crawford, Crawford Booster Club, Benchmark Mortgage, MP Electric, and TFNB, your bank for life. Well, Coach, a uh, nice beginning to the season, a 35-6 victory over Gold Wave Friday night. Uh, tell us a little bit about the game and uh, what you took out of that as far as your team. Well, you know, uh, I thought we played really well, really in all three phases. Uh, this early in the year is kind of surprising. Uh, I think we might be a little farther along than I anticipated. Uh, the kids really performed uh, well. They played hard. Uh, we had to deal with, obvious a rain issue the first half. We had a uh, downpour uh, early in the first half, so that kind of slowed our process down offensively, but we were able to control the line of scrimmage offensively and, and as well defensively. And, uh, you know, anytime you play a slot T team like Goldthwait, uh, they're going to get yards. The big key defensively is to make sure you uh, – you know, keep them out of the out of the out of the end zone, and we were we were able to do that. So, uh, yeah, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Performed well. Now this week, uh, you've got Bruce Filetti. Talk a little bit about that game. First of all, on the offensive side of the ball. Well, offensively, they uh, they're multiple in a lot of ways. They utilize a lot of formations. Uh, they try to get the ball in a number of uh, their skilled athletes' hands. Uh, I think they're very big and physical up front. Uh, they do a good job running the football. Uh, I think that's primarily their number one uh, goal is to be able to establish the run. Um, and their quarterback is new this year, but a uh, left-handed kid that that uh, seems to be very athletic, uh, very uh, competitive, you can tell. Uh, thinks a lot of, of – uh, you know what he's doing. Make sure that he's doing things right, and he executes the the uh, manages the offense really well. Defensively, they're a four three team. Uh, they rely on their size and strength up front. I think uh, they're pretty simple in their in their game plan and their scheme. I think I think they're pretty sound in their fundamentals. Uh, so you know I think it'll be a big challenge for us this week. ESPN Central Texas. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas, is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. And MLS number 746474. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. They do service right at MP Electric. Since 1996, MP Electric has serviced industrial, commercial, and residential accounts in the greater Central Texas area. MP Electric's trained and courteous electricians will solve your electrical problems quickly and professionally. Be one of the thousand satisfied customers in Central Texas. The next time you need an electrician, call Mark, Paul, Lisa, or John at 399-9895. Or schedule your service call at mpelectric.net.
Security Bank of Crawford offers the citizens of Bell, Bosque, Coriel, and McLennan counties competitive rates on a variety of commercial and consumer deposit accounts, plus certificates of deposits in ranges of 30 days to five years. And Security Bank of Crawford is also here for commercial, consumer, and real estate loans. So if you live in Bosqueville, China Spring, Clifton, Crawford, Evant, Oglesby, Prairie Chapel, or Valley Mills, do yourself a favor and check out the friendly employees at Security Bank of Crawford. Member FDIC and Equal House. Lender. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. TFNB Your Bank for Life, member FDIC. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. 5.36 on this game day. The uh, the Waco Lions in action against Huddle. The Temple Wildcats in action against Magnolia West. And the University Trojans in action against Granbury across our family radio stations. And we're, we're going to talk some Cowboy football here. It is game week for the Cowboys, finally. We welcome into the program Kyle Yeomans. Kyle, good afternoon. How are you? Well, I'm a little bit better now that you just said exactly what I've been waiting to hear for an entire offseason, which it's finally game week. And this is a legitimate game week. No more preseason, no more speculation. Time to play some football and put your starters back out on the field. And I think that's uh, that's got everybody, including myself, a little fired up this week. One thing we do know, Kyle, is that uh, Cam Newton's not going to be backing up Dak Prescott. <laughs> yeah, you're exactly right. And, and they had kind of kicked the tires, I think, on him and a lot of the other backup quarterbacks that were out on the open market. Uh, and the only one they elected to, to actually go and bite on was Will Greer, who I guess Baylor fans uh, down in the Central Texas area. I mean, if you're a Texas fan, you got to see him for a little bit because he played for West Virginia and uh, played for Matt Rule out in Carolina. It was the backup quarterback there. But, yeah, not the former Carolina Panthers quarterback that you were thinking might have made his way to Dallas. Instead, they went with Will Greer. Kyle, with the offensive line right now for Dak Prescott, a little bit of news coming out today that Lyle Collins may be in a holding pattern. What does that do to this offensive line? And uh, is, is there still a huge question mark on the depth of this offensive line as you head into week number one? Yeah, I think it does put that, that depth a little bit more to the forefront because you felt pretty decent, at least, about the way that the the offensive line was looking if all five of your guys are there that's a big time if though especially with the uncertain health of guys like tyron smith and lyle collins over the last couple of years and uh, collins it's it's still not he's not at least held out of the game at the moment but you said it yourself i mean the quote directly from mike mccarthy is they are in a holding pattern and it's a a neck stinger that has been bothering him 
over the last couple of weeks. He's been in the middle of rehab assignments with Britt Brown uh, throughout practice today. He did have the pads on, which was at least a positive sign. Something moving forward, which we couldn't have said a couple days ago with Lyle Collins. But if he's out, then you go to Ty Inseki. Then you talk about Terrence Steele. And both of those guys, though they are on the 53-man roster, haven't really done a whole lot for the confidence of the depth of this offensive line. And I think that's something that has to be said is is you, you had a chance to address it in the draft. You had a chance to address it uh, in free agency. And neither one of those really came out uh, with anything other than a guy like Ty Inseki, who was kind of a bottom-of-the-barrel uh, depth offensive lineman whenever free agency came around. So now you're going to you're gonna start questioning it a little bit more as you go into the year, especially if Collins misses – any time at all, but especially some significant time. Talking with Kyle Yeomans of the Dallas Cowboy Network. Kyle, hey, yeah, they put the 53-man roster together the other day, but uh, that, that certainly wasn't the, the, the final product. And, and taking COVID out of the equation, it, are we going to see this roster in flux like this throughout the season with, with the Cowboys you know, grabbing this one, plugging in this one. I mean, that, it's, it seems that's what we saw this week anyway. Yeah, I don't think it'll be to this to the extent of what we saw this week because, I mean, it, it looked like a, a scene out of a, a detective movie trying to figure out with the, the bulletin boards trying to and the strings <laughs> following where each of these moves ended up going because it was, it was complex, it was confusing, it, it was not fan-friendly. Uh, to say the least, but I, I don't think that we've seen the end of this. I don't think this is going to be the only week of the year where you're going to see that kind of movement. And I think a part of that is the 16-man the practice squads that you're going to see around the NFL again this year. That's something that stuck around. That was a COVID change initially. Um, and then I think it's also just due in part to COVID itself. I think it will uh, have its hands and its mitts all over this 2021 football season, whether it's the Cowboys or any of the other NFL organizations, but you're going to have to be flexible. And I think that's the reason why the Cowboys went back and signed a total of four quarterbacks. I mean, you, you're, you're able to keep probably two active guys. You'll keep a permanent practice squad quarterback, which at the moment it looks like that'll be Ben DiNucci. And then you'll have a flex guy, which will be Will Greer at the moment behind Dak Prescott and Cooper Rush because you want somebody to be available should worst-case scenario hit and your quarterback room starts uh, getting sick. I mean, you saw guys last year that were stashed in other locations from other, other organizations. I mean, there were guys that they, they would, wouldn't even bring into the facility because if a certain position group caught COVID and you had to put a bunch of guys on the COVID list, you could at least have a designated survivor sort of deal where you could bring a guy in and, and, and work that out. And I think that might be – some of the possibilities that are put at hand whenever you, you look at this 53-man roster moving forward. Kyle, why, why does Ben DiNucci keep getting life from this team? I, is it because McCarthy drafted him and, and that's, you know, he doesn't want to give up yet? Or I, I just explain to me why he is re-signed with this football team. Uh, I don't really know the answer to that question, Ward. I wish I did. Your guess is as good as mine. I, I think, and, and if I had a guess, it would be the connection that McCarthy does have with, with Ben DiNucci, and he certainly sees something in the young quarterback that not a whole lot of other people do, if anybody does, because 
I, I mean, you, you saw it just as much as your own. I mean, you're a former coach uh, in your own right. Would you have signed Ben DiNucci to any shape, fashion, or form? No, absolutely <laughs> not. I, I wouldn't either. I, and I'm not even a former coach. So I, he has something that, that at least Mike McCarthy – uh, can look at and, and feel pretty good about. But overall, I mean, it's just as perplexing to those in the media and those that uh, know the game just as much as those – to those, I think, in the coaching staff as well. But we'll see what kind of role he has moving forward. He may be the quote-unquote designated survivor sort of guy where he's not even really uh, a part of the practice squad reps but mostly uh, just a, a an extra in-case, in-worst-case scenario, nightmare scenario sort of deal. Uh, and we'll see how that moves on uh, as we move forward. All right, would it ever be? (laughs) 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 Kyle, uh, the the Cowboys open Thursday night uh, against uh, Tampa. And if if I'm not mistaken, they're okay. I mean, they're a pretty good team. Yeah, you know, they're decent, right? I mean, they've got like a banner or something that they're going to raise on on Thursday. Nothing like big time or anything, right? (laughs) So, quarterbacks won a few games he could throw it a little bit but he's old <laughs> yeah i mean you could say that but is he really i mean i haven't seen him <laughs> yeah exactly but they really i mean it is a a difficult start for dallas they've got two really tough games right out of the box you're exactly right and honestly if you ask me i'm more scared and this is going to sound really weird let me explain myself first but I'm more scared of the, the the Los Angeles Chargers game more so than I am the Tampa Bay game. Because Tampa Bay, certainly, you want to go in and you want to set the tone. You want to start 1-0. You want to beat the best to get your season started right. But if you lose against Tampa Bay, your season's not done with. You're not over. You're not panicking. Because Tampa Bay is that good of a team where if you lose, there's a reason for that. But if you start 0-2, if you go on the road and face the Chargers who are playing in front of fans for the first time at SoFi Stadium and you're not ready to go, you're going to lose that game. I mean, there's a very big chance of that, and we'll talk about this certainly next week as well, but there is a big chance that you go in and you sleepwalk either after beating the Bucks or after losing to the Bucks that you aren't necessarily paying as close of attention because it's not the reigning champions and because it's a second-year quarterback and it's a roster that's not as widely known that you end up going 0-2, and, and then you're really, really reeling from there. And, and you've got to win four of your next five games. You've got to, got to get, climb your way back into position. You have to find a way to, to be successful early on, whether it's one of these first two weeks. But you're right, it's not going to be an easy task. All right, uh, Kyle, we, we appreciate your time. We're, we're up against the clock. And, again, our apologies. We were running a little late uh, last segment. I appreciate it and uh, look forward to it Thursday night. Uh, Cowboys in Tampa, and it should be a lot of fun. Hey, what game are you working tonight? Yeah, so I've got, I had Alito and Lone Star last night, which turned into a really, really good football game up at Toyota Stadium. Tonight, I've got some private school football. I've got Parish Episcopal and Austin LBJ. Austin LBJ is a public school, 4A Division One down in, in Austin, but uh, they're a really good football team too, so it should be fun. Uh, enjoy your call tonight, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll talk to you soon. And and, and have a uh, great Labor Day. Absolutely, guys. You too as well. Look forward to talking with you again next week. Sounds good. That's Kyle Youngins of the Cowboys uh, Network. It's 547. We're 13 away from 6, and this is game time on ESPN Central Texas. <laughs>
The Bosqueville Coaches Show with Clint Zander is brought to you by Polanski Heating and Air and Redwoods Incorporated. Bosqueville Bulldogs beat Clifton 14-6 to open the season. Coach Zander, tell me a little bit about that game. Sounds like a low-scoring affair. Was it uh, offensives just not clicking, or were the defenses playing that good? Uh, kind of a, a little bit of both. We intentionally slowed things down on our side on offense because we've got limited numbers and just trying to keep kids fresh. So hopefully both sides can iron that out as we move forward. As you looked at the game video, where do you see you need the most improvement for game two? I think really just execution of our offensive plays. Uh, we got a little confused sometimes up front offensively and didn't block things the way we should and we just got to be more consistent there and, and I think that'll come with more film study and, and having more film to study you know when you come off scrimmages you don't get to see everything that somebody may do and, and they threw a couple different looks at us that we weren't expecting and you know, it's just a growing uh, thing especially when you have a young offensive line or a couple young offensive linemen anyway and Hopefully, we'll make a big improvement from week one to week two on that aspect of things. Well, this week, it's at home against Holland. What can you tell me about Holland? Holland's a physical football team. Though they say they're a bunch of country boys that want to play football, and, and that's what they are. Physical, they're going to come at you. And that's something that and we need to see. And, uh, you know, prepare us for down the road against those teams like Crawford. Uh, Got to get ready to be physical with other people and, and still be able to execute. So that's one thing that we're going to have to look at is, is stopping their physicality. And, and they do a good job of, of running the slot key offense. So um, we'll see. It'll be a challenge for us. ESPN Central Texas. This is Jim Haller proudly speaking for Redwoods Incorporated. My wife and I had been thinking about the need to replace our old Redwood deck for a couple of years, but just kept procrastinating because of the big hassle we thought the project would be. That was the case until one day I picked up the phone and called Greg Evans at Redwoods Incorporated. He was nice enough to come out to our home the next morning and talk to us about the options available. He suggested what we needed to do from the decking material to the railings to the lighting to an outstanding contractor. To make a long story, story short we said let's go for it and a week and a half later thanks to redwoods incorporated we had a beautiful new deck to enjoy and to make it even better the cost was less than we had budgeted redwoods incorporated exceeded our expectations if you have a project in mind and want the best in wood products and customer service go see greg or scott at redwoods incorporated conveniently located off north valley mills drive on esther street behind applebee's restaurant you'll be glad you did Is your air conditioning system not exactly cooling or heating your house or office like it did when it was new? AC systems weren't built to last forever, especially in our hot and humid Central Texas climate. If your unit is over 10 years old, chances are you're on borrowed time. Polanski Heating and Air offers award-winning customer service and straightforward pricing with no hidden fees or charges. Family owned and operated, call Polanski Heating and Air of Waco today. That's 254-218-3321 for offers and service area. TFNB Your Bank for Life is the official local bank of Baylor Athletics. Find out why more Central Texans are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking or savings accounts and earn interest, cashback, or free digital downloads. With five locations, managing your money has never been easier. And check out the new bear statues at our downtown Waco location across I-35 from Baylor. 
TFNV, your bank for life. Member FDIC. Time for the grab bag on game time. All right, 5.51. We're nine away from six. This is game time here on ESPN Central Texas. Let's uh, grab a couple of notes here from uh, Grab Bag, and we'll begin with uh, soccer. Soccer defeated North Texas. Baylor soccer defeated North Texas last night two to nothing. It was uh, the uh, Jennifer Wants uh, 34th career shutout, fourth all-time in the Big 12. And uh, the uh, volleyball team, Baylor uh, volleyball team, just underway uh, over in Knoxville, Tennessee against the uh, Volunteers. The Bears at 1-1, one and one, the Volunteers at 3-0, and oh, and that uh, match got underway at 530. Uh, again, it is uh, high school football night right here uh, on our family of radio stations on uh, Star 104.9. It'll be University and Granbury. Uh, over on Fox Sports Central Texas, you'll have Temple and uh, West Magnolia. And right here on ESPN Central Texas, you'll have the Derek Johnson Classic as the uh, Waco Lions take on the Hippos of Hutto. All right, uh, Ward, give me a uh, give me a quick key for, for Temple and Coach Scott Stewart's team tonight. Well, one, they have to be better in special teams. Uh, that was obvious last week that that was a big part of the ball game. They have to be able to punt the ball better, uh, and they also have to cover kicks better tonight. Offensively, they've got to establish something with the running game, get the running game going again. If they can do that and open up the passing game, I think they'll be okay tonight. For Waco High, it is uh, play 48 minutes, not 44 minutes, not 42 minutes. I mean, they got off to a very sluggish start, uh-huh. fell behind. 13 to nothing, then 13 to 3, then 20 to 3. And, and you know, when you're chasing, uh, particularly on the road, that's just a, a tough ask, and, mm-hmm. uh, and you can't do that. So they have got to get off to a fast start tonight. Yeah, that, that would behoove them. And, and you know, you, you've got to be able to do that same type of thing, not only get off to a fast start, but not let the other team get off to the fast right. start. I think that's what you're alluding to as well. I mean, get some stops defensively. Have your offense at least move the chains. You know, get a couple of first downs. Not necessarily score that first possession, but have something positive happen offensively. Yeah, so it should be fun. And for university, uh, this is just bounce back, get better, and see how how things go with your second consecutive road game against Granbury. Hey, that is going to do it for us. Thanks to everyone who's been a part of the program. Thanks to Ricky Thompson and to Greg Tepper and to Kyle Yeomans for being on the program. We'll talk to you at 630 tonight from Waco ISD Stadium with Waco High and Hutto. For Ward and Aaron, I'm Tom. Thanks for listening, and good night. This is a Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. A daily look inside Big 12 Conference football. Here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on the Friday Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we've got Big 12 football this weekend. In fact, one game kicking off tonight to kick off the 2021 Big 12 Conference football season. We'll look at the entire schedule straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 Blitz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-